0: Hello, everyone, welcome to another episode of Hot Takes. I'm Jack Kalajeski, and for a very special edition of Hot Takes, I'm joined today by uh, my brother, Jeremy Kalajeski.
1: I'm Jeremy Kalajeski. <laughs> Sorry, my brain's still a little scrambled for the movie we just watched today. Yeah, uh,
0: and uh, we Jeski brothers are here to bring you it's a just hot take. Two brothers. Two brothers. Uh, we're here to bring you a hot take on
1: The Void. The Void. The Void. What is The Void? What is The Void? Um, It's this little crowdfunded horror movie. It uh, just appeared on uh, Video On Demand as of today, the 7th.
0: Yeah, it's on iTunes and On Demand and also some, I think Alamo Drafthouse is showing a couple uh, showings of it. But uh, it's kind of niche, not really wide release as of right now. I don't know if there's a wide release coming in the future or not.
1: I doubt it. Usually, when a movie goes straight to video on demand, it, it doesn't ever go like wide release,
0: right? But it is out there right now. Came out today on on demand.
1: Yeah, and um, this is what I've been looking
0: forward to for a little while. Uh, Mike showed me the trailer uh a couple months ago, and it had this very eerie, um, small town, um, creepy kind of middle of nowhere vibe. Man. Um, and was kind of. Pitching more of like a um, uh, um, practical effects sort of body yeah. horror um, kind of vibe to it.
1: As as far as I've I know, I didn't look too much into this horror movie, but the um, the filmmakers used um, used a crowdfunding source to fund to use practical effects mm-hmm. with this movie.
0: Yeah, and it, it definitely is a throwback to uh, sort of eighties. The thing as kind of
1: John Carpenter, yep. uh Clive Barker. Super gross. Yeah, real, really gross.
0: Um but all very effective, I think, uh the the practical effects that they wind up using.
1: Yeah. So what this movie about, it's about this uh, cop who finds this dude um like in the in, in the middle of nowhere and uh, he's all like messed up and freaking out and stuff. Kinda of bloody. Yeah. And it takes place in this really small town right at night and a kind of uh, nondescript woodsy town yeah you know, nowhere town yeah and I, th- and I think it also takes place in like the 90s or something nobody yeah. had a cell phone seems that
0: way it seems seems kind of 90s-esque
1: but they didn't really explicitly say what time period it takes place in yeah um yeah. so he takes him to this hospital and the hospital has like you know a little skeleton crew of people including his his ex-wife his or just his it's just i think it's just his wife right well we,
0: so before we get too deep into spoilers right um, because i think the it's better going into this movie not knowing anything right really.
1: well all i was gonna really say is that um he meets with these like these like skeleton crew of doctors and of various other people and some strange things start to happen yeah in the hospital to some strange cosmic things start happening
0: yeah i would even say going into this if you didn't i guess they're they're kind of advertising it as cosmic yeah horror,
1: the, the 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 poster has a whole bunch of tentacles yeah all it's, over the it's place it's super lovecraftian it's Absolutely. Lovecraftian
0: all the way up and down which is cool um i like seeing lovecraftian fiction you don't see too much of it in film um, not at all not recently no, anyway um which is cool so it's, it's cool to have a cosmic horror spin yeah on something like this and it's it's prevalent all the way through you know it's, you have the, the sense of madness um, that kind of overtakes the characters as they experience these mm-hmm. these otherworldly things
1: and through the magic of editing um, it starts to mess with the audience too by showing you random images of all kinds of horrific things kind of like um, event horizon yeah that's it like does quit quick th- cuts that's like the last movie I can think of that like compares to this the most. Sure. It's okay. like yeah. Event Horizon, but not in space. Okay, that's
0: actually a very apt description. Yeah. So, so what did you think,
1: Jeremy? Um, well, I'm starting, still tr- starting to like wrap my head around it a little bit, but I enjoyed it. I entertained. I was uh, entertained yeah. by it mm-hmm. for sure. Um, the characters were actually okay. Yeah, They're they all right. th- they weren't um amazing. I like the characterization of the cop. Okay. Um, You know, they gave him a nice, uh, like, well-rounded personality. And of sorts. Do you think so? Because I feel like he just... Com- compared to a lot of horror that I've seen. Okay, yeah. You, like, he he was a pretty, like, uh, defined character. Like, he wasn't a complete cardboard cutout.
0: Yeah, I mean, they made backstories for all the characters that yeah. were present. Almost... So... The movie is going for you know, the feeling of there's a, there's a mysterious feeling to it. You yeah. don't know what's going on from the, from the outcome. You, N-
1: neither do the characters.
0: Right. And neither do the characters. And it's sort of, I think kind of doles out backstory to you. Um,
1: unnaturally.
0: Not so much unnaturally, like the, slowly. I mean, the way,
1: what I mean is the way the doctor, not, not the whole, like what's going on, but with like the backstory with the characters, like the doctor just like explaining his, like, The Cobb's backstory, like, to the Cobb, that felt a little...
0: It felt kind of clumsy to me in a way that it was trying to be, like, obscure what was going on with some of the characters. Um, But in a way that, for me, ultimately just kind of was like, you know, they want you to piece it together, but it seems sort of clumsily doled out. Especially, so, um, the very, very opening of the movie, you see a scene where... An older guy and then probably a guy in his younger 20s are chasing this kid and this uh, this girl, probably, like, teenager, maybe a little bit older, mm-hmm. out of this house and um, basically killing the girl. Yeah. It's lighting the girl on fire. Like, it opens in a pretty crazy... Oh, yeah. I guess maybe we should say in the description of this podcast, because we didn't really say it in the top. Usually we give it, like, 10 minutes before we go into spoilers, but... I would say, well, probably should have said this earlier, but I would say if you're going to see this movie, try to go into it without knowing as much as you can right. or as much, as little as
1: possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we only only really describe the first five minutes.
0: Yeah, sure. It's the first five minutes. But still, I think the unknown to this movie is, is probably one of its strengths. But um, yeah, so it's got this, this uh, seemingly father and son killing this girl and then chasing down this other guy. And then... They become main characters in the movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They like, never really touch on. I mean, they they seem to have like a backstory in mind for those two, but it
1: they don't really get into it.
0: it. Like it seems like there was something with a mother. It's very and vague. A baby, baby, and it was so vague that it it I think was to its detriment because you never really. It's why establish a backstory for characters if you're never actually going to make sense of it mm-hmm. or make it into some sort of motivation. And for that matter, I thought those characters were not really well developed in any sort of way because they come in sort of antagonistic from the get-go. yeah, um, And are antagonistic to even the cop really for the, the our main character, our main yeah. protagonist. And there's no really explanation on why...
1: Why they just, like, join up.
0: Well, okay. Uh, d- I'm getting ahead of... Yeah, I think I'm getting ahead my of myself, but... He right. chops off that dude's head. The, yeah. the cop's head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Without going too far into describing the scene, like... Like, I, I, I thought he would, like... He, if he dropped off the head he would like know what's going on oh you gotta chop the head off or something like i thought they would be more savvy like they would be like more the savvy characters of knowing what the hell's going on but it turns out like when the cop asked him, hey what's going on they're like oh
0: okay so i'm getting way ahead of it. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was a lot i think it was a lot to take in and sort of like the movie is about cosmic horror. The movie is about a feeling of insanity. And from going insane, watching watching these people go insane for an hour and a half, I'm having a bit of trouble collecting my thoughts on it, I yeah, think. It's, well, it's a hot take. That's it is a hot take, yeah. So it is us trying to iron this out. But, okay. So...
1: Oh, man.
0: <laughs> How do I just... Yeah. Why did he chop that cop's head off?
1: I don't know. I I guess to stop the tentacles from happening, but how would he know that?
0: So naturally, this is a Cthulhu movie or a Lovecraftian movie. It's not Cthulhu
1: himself, but...
0: He sleeps in in Raleigh
1: or whatever. You know. Um,
0: So there are monsters with tentacles, and there's a monster that comes out from a nurse that is resurrected after she's killed. Because she goes crazy and chops her own face off and stabs somebody that's also in the hospital.
1: Which I will, you know, like we said before, you gotta give credit. The monsters that do appear in the movie look incredible. They're fucking gross. Yeah. Yeah,
0: they're super gross. They're They're definitely very Silent Hill kind of...
1: Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Yeah. Very disgusting. Very like, you know, their limbs are all wrong and they're just like dripping goop everywhere. Yeah,
0: they're, they're like bone structure is like half cow half weirdo upside down crab thing sometimes it's all gross and
1: the two directors of this movie um this is the first time they uh it's two of them and this is their first time directing something what they've mostly been doing is uh uh doing like makeup and um practical effects in like stuff like uh pacific rim and uh, crimson peak they've worked with guillermo del toro okay. and this is like their de- directorial debut. okay so
0: i think that's that probably says a lot to a their achievement of really gross practical effects and also mm-hmm. what feels to me sort of it seems like there's some rough edges to this movie yeah, In this its storytelling is. and its character development and it I, I have to applaud it for being a, a kind of gross monster movie with Mm -hmm. a little more to it with the attempt at some... They they certainly gave it the old college try. Sure, yeah, but um, I do think there's definitely some rough edges on it. Yeah. um, I think I went into it with pretty high expectations and it's very cool that it's... I guess it's very cool that it's going for the cosmic horror angle and seeing that come from a very low budget um, Mm -hmm. indie film is, is awesome. But I think I was hoping for—I don't know. I think I was hoping for a little bit more polish on this.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, but this movie didn't didn't come from like uh, didn't even come from someone like uh, what's his name, uh, Jason Bloom, who oh, right. he produces all the horror movies. Like this is even like below that. This, this is an independent ass, independent s- horror indie ass movie. indie. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I do
0: feel like. The acting is spotty in some some spots as well. And, I mean, yeah. They're pretty much all
1: unknowns. Um, the Asian girl is Knives uh, Chow from Scott Pilgrim.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: That's like the most notable name. And I, I don't know who plays the doctor. I haven't seen him before, but he seems like a veteran actor. Yeah, he seems like he's been around he's, for a while. He's probably the best actor in this movie. Definitely. Um,
0: and, and I think the, the main protagonist, Cop is okay as well. Yeah. Um We
1: thought he looked like Tim Roth.
0: He does look a bit like Tim Roth, yeah. And then the kid uh the f- kid from the father and son pair looks like a little bit like Matt Damon, as he yeah. said, which I agree. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of look alikes. Yeah. There's a lot of lookalikes. Um but yeah, I, I The uh, effects were really good and I and I really like Cosmic Horror, so it was cool to see a movie do that. But there were a lot of, I think, rough edges that sort of kept me from really um, being immersed.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. There, um, I I won't say what happens, but uh, I think uh, I
0: mean, the... <laughs> at this point we've, we've pretty much fully gone into a lot of details. But
1: the last third is definitely the best part. That was my favorite part. Yeah, I
0: guess so. I
1: think. Just like it it took a while to get going, but when it did get going, it it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't going to blow your mind. Like, um, it's not very cerebral, but it was just really cool seeing all those, like, those, that, all that imagery. Yeah, sure. Just, Um, just from that standpoint, I'll give it credit.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I agree. Um, and it was cool how they did some, like, sort of impossible geometry with the, hospital where yeah. there are like stairs that don't exist that they go into and they go into this like basically creepy hellscape yeah. section of the hospital that I think is, um, is pretty awesome. But um, I think I was waiting for it to like pop off mm-hmm. in a way that it kind of never really got off the ground.
1: No. Um,
0: like I was ready for sort of the gates of hell to open sort of thing and it to go totally crazy. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it's just...
1: Just on the cusp.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Maybe this movie had a little bit more of a budget, they might have went I there.
0: think that might have been it. I think that had a lot to contribute to it. And I, I what they do pull off with... I, do you actually know what the budget for this movie is? No, I can... What they do pull off on a minimal budget, um, as far as practical effects goes, I think is really cool. Um, and they even have some kind of bigger... Not just like monster effects, but like as you were alluding to, sort of the uh, more cosmic imagery of some crazy uh cloudscapes and um
1: yeah that stuff looked straight up like chilling
0: yeah it was it was cool um but i was i was ready for it to be it seemed like it was building towards something that like i don't know almost closer to um in a less jokey manner the end of cabin in the woods mm-hmm. like or, i was or ready like, for them to summon cthulhu or something like
1: that or like hellraiser right I think, yeah, this is kind of like a modern, like, lesser version of Hellraiser. Okay, yeah, I buy that. Yeah, that's how I would put it. Like, if you're, if you're really fiending to get that kind of horror, cause it really hasn't been a thing for a long time, like, this movie's totally worth seeing. Mm-hmm. But I, it's definitely not on the level of, like, we've been so spoiled by good horror movies these last couple of years. I think that's kind of
0: also the thing, is I was expecting something like, especially, I mean, Get Out just came out. And yeah, like,
1: was... Get Out and um, The Witch and Green Room and It Follows and mm-hmm. The Babadook. It's just been, like...
0: a lot, And I think I was looking for something sort of of that caliber yeah. with this movie. And it's definitely not quite up to that level. Yeah. I would say it is definitely better than your run-of-the-mill horror movie. I've... Like, I don't know. Like I liked it better Man than... Or some shit like that.
1: Well, certainly. It's definitely, it's definitely like... It's made with care. Yeah. Made with yeah, a lot yeah, of love and a lot of there's care. There's a lot of
0: heart to this movie as well, I for, think.
1: For sure. For sure. Um, but I liked it more than the Belko experiment. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I can... I feel that. I mean, yeah. I didn't see the Belco experiment, but I did hear your thoughts on it. Yeah. I mean, this this movie is I had a different... Totally different angle to that. For sure. Um, for sure. And I think the angle is its coolest
1: absolutely probably it's it's biggest strength the the yeah it's biggest strengths are that um the creatures and the effects and the gore effects yep uh, Those, the gore
0: just, is it's nasty
1: yeah it's real gross
0: nasty tentacles it, it never
1: made me gag though but only no. like one movie recently has made me do that that's the fly
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, the fly—the fly is real nasty.
0: Yeah, I mean those the those practical effects, those Cronenberg effects, I would say are comparable to what's going on. In sure,
1: moment. sure. What part of the fly made you gag? Um, when he's like, "Hey, I could dissolve my food now." Oh, when he throws up. Yeah, uh-huh. that. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was gross.
0: Is it the part with the donut where he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, that was disgusting." Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and she gives him a hug. Anyway,
1: yeah, yeah. Ugh. Um, and the third thing is the the doctor. Without getting in, getting into his character, would be spoilers. But uh, I mean, at this
0: point, we're here to, to openly discuss the movie. And are you things. sure? I think if anybody's listened this far, they've hopefully already seen it because we kind of already talked some specifics. But go for it. Uh, I, I want to talk about like some specifics in the ending. Anyway. Oh, okay,
1: yeah. yeah. Um I mean he was like he was the one behind it. He was like trying to open the gates to hell. Right,
0: so he's the leader of this cult.
1: Right? Yeah, he's the leader of this crazy cult that's like surrounded the the hospital um and they're trying to like reach into another like another like world dimension to, beyond yeah, death something. The void. The void, right. exactly.
0: Um and I think I think all that stuff is cool. But it just seems a little flat and hollow to me the way that they actually they never really flushed it out like you've got this really cool in the opening you've got these these two guys following these this couple out of a house and just murking the girl and then you know basically having the intent to hunt down the guy mm-hmm. like there's a purpose to it right mm-hmm. and there's there's all this, these questions that, that raises in the... Where are they? Mm-hmm. Why are they chasing these people out of this house? Why are they so bent on killing them? Right? And I think it, it touches on explanations for those things. Like, you know... Um, they were... They found them, right, in this barn. They discuss it, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they, they found them in a, in a barn. They
0: found them in a barn where this cult has been operating... Um, abducting people ostensibly and killing them and doing ritualistic sacrifices and all that jazz and i think actually the like the design of the the hoods like the very kkk reminiscent oh yeah um with just this black triangle painted on the face It's like
1: kkk and the guys from the castle area of resident evil 4 right yeah
0: uh yeah exactly um they are very creepy yeah. and seeing them all lined up, just kind of standing there outside the hospital holding their knives out. Yeah. They're like kind of curved. Yeah. Um,
1: they gave a real sense of uh, tension and dread like throughout the whole movie. Yeah,
0: definitely. But like you, they never really go into the cult. I would have liked to know more. Like this movie is only an hour and a half and yeah. I feel like they could have had probably another half hour worth of kind of fleshing out of some of
1: these if things. If they had the budget.
0: Right. Um, um, yeah. But it feels like the idea was there yeah. and it seemed like maybe there was a lot cut from this or not cut, but that they weren't even able. They didn't have the budget to pull off, but um, mm. right. So they never really explain who this, this father and son are, mm-hmm. what they know. Cause they obviously seem like they know more about what's going on with the cult. Um, they obviously know enough to not trust this kid and mm-hmm. kill them. This, you know, the, the the son of the father and son pair has like a wound on his neck.
1: Yeah, and he can't he can't talk and he can't
0: speak. Like yeah. they never really addressed that. It just seemed like there was a lot of backstory to this movie that was like touched upon in a way that just made it more confusing than actually um, mysterious.
1: Yeah, and if they went into it, I I think it would have benefited it more. Because I was getting a little annoyed how they worked. They kept introducing, like, little bits of backstory, but then they just keep moving on to the next thing.
0: Right, yeah. And, uh, like, again, like I said, that monster... So there's another cop in this situation, an older cop. Uh-huh. The monster is, like, attacking him and has his tentacles, like, all up in his face. Like, this guy's probably dead. He's got, like, five tentacles. Oh, yeah. But the, the father chops off his head like very viciously with this axe like you said like he knows something about the monster like he knows that that thing's gonna turn into a monster uh, or whatever because it was killed by the monster Uh. and the other cop doesn't even really react yeah chopping off his his uh, you know another police
1: officer's head that's that's the big problem with the acting of the cop character he doesn't react he's not he's
0: not like why the fuck did you just cut off a police officer's head like Obviously, he had some tentacles on his face, so he was probably gonna be in a bad way, but you didn't have to chop his head off,
1: yeah, and just like what was your take on that? I mean, I was getting annoyed that the that the cop wasn't like questioning more and not reacting when like, "Oh my god, this do- this doctor's dead, or oh my god my my fucking chief is dead, yeah, and he's like, yeah, yeah, he kind of seems... oh that just- sucks.
0: He kind of seemed like a pansy. Like he went along with everything, and he yeah, had like no, he was pretty spineless.
1: Yeah, I'll give you the gun.
0: Yeah, uh, and like you said, did not really react to sort of anything. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm coming across as really down on this movie, and it's not because it was bad. It was because I think I had way higher expectations than maybe it deserved going in, or yeah. I sh- or I should have had, should have tempered my expectations a little bit, but um. Mm-hmm. It just left me with a lot of questions that I don't think was it just being, um, mysterious, but kind of a little bit obtuse or like it wasn't,
1: it just, there was a lot left kind of maybe too obtuse for its own good. Yeah, I think so. Um, and you, that happens a lot with, um, independent movies that mm-hmm. I've seen, especially the, the like more local festivals. Like they all have, have all these great ideas, but they don't have any money. So they, um, they, present these ideas in this like little package and it just doesn't doesn't quite work yeah it doesn't quite all like i always i always appreciate it when um a movie with like a more humble budget has a has a simpler plot i think with
0: yeah i think if they were going to go for this sort of thing if they had have narrowed it down because they introduce all these all this backstory like the the plot thread with the cop and his wife Mm -hmm. and their they lost a child and the doctors also lost a child And also there's a pregnant girl in the hospital. And also the father and son that we meet have something, some kind of history with what seems like another child and the mother that seems like they were killed in some way. Yeah. And that's like a problem that lingers and they've got issues with that. And like it it all comes out as they start to sort of hallucinate and lose their minds and you get like these flashes that are kind of cool but don't really... I don't know. I don't think it gives it enough time and space, you know, to, for no. any of that stuff to really be fleshed out.
1: No, and and it's a shame because it it has a lot of interesting ideas that could have been expanded upon. But yeah. it's it's not entirely the filmmaker's fault or the writer's fault. You know, I I definitely applaud the movie for giving it like a good try. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I, and I, I, I honestly think it's it's worth seeing just for like the interesting like the interesting ideas that it does have, and I think it's worth seeing like just for the just to see the monster effects because we yeah we hardly ever see good practical monster effects these days like ever like right. not even Jurassic fucking park uses oh. practical effects anymore well,
0: Jurassic world was terrible but that's another podcast right um yeah for a movie coming out in 2017 that is a lovecraftian uh movie with Practical effects. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and applaudable. I would say, and it's worth seeing. Um,
1: but it just, it just doesn't reach the potential it, yeah, it could.
0: It just doesn't fully come. To, it could have been really, really great. um
1: I feel like if someone like Robert Eggers could do a, like,
0: if Robert Eggers did a movie in this style with this kind of plot, I would. Well, I mean, I have a huge boner for The Witch anyway. Right, so right. like, I. Would probably be all over that as well. I'm excited to see what what Robert Eggers' movie's next movie is going to be.
1: It's uh Nosferatu. Oh fuck yeah! It's a Nosferatu remake. That's going to be cool.
0: Yeah, but I'm also excited to see what these directors do next.
1: Yeah, yeah, for for sure. I hope they get a uh, bigger budget and have more room to. Yeah, I think uh, they
0: will. I think they'll get some sort of. I mean, I don't. I actually don't know how well video on demand movies usually do, but um. I hope that this movie garners them enough success to keep doing what they're doing and keep mm-hmm. making movies like this.
1: Mm-hmm. And hope, and hopefully, with a uh, with a like a much tighter script and um, more more time and budget to flesh out its ideas.
0: Definitely, yeah, yeah. I think a, a tighter script is exactly on the nose. Like that would have benefited this a lot mm-hmm. um, because I spent too much time thinking, like, wait, why are they doing this? Mm-hmm. Who's that? What is this backstory that they're hitting at? Like, mm-hmm. and really... what's his other
1: backstory that they're introducing? Yeah,
0: they're all kind of coming out of nowhere, and um, I, I think I would have, uh, I would I would have been more engaged with the actual horror that was going on, um, not having to try to reach for all those plot threads.
1: Yeah. Um, and that's that's the void.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I like I said I feel like I'm coming across as very down on
1: this. It's not it's not nearly as as bad. As we're just we're just like nitpicking all like the little quirks it had. It's,
0: it's I it's, mean it's it's
1: certainly like rough around the edges like you've said before, but it's not it's not that doesn't make it bad. No, it's definitely it's It just makes it bad. flawed.
0: Yeah, it's it's not bad, it's definitely flawed. And I think the reason that I'm being so critical about it is because it's it's in the middle there somewhere. It's in the middle. Like if it was really great, I'd be you know I'd have we'd be over be the easy, moon. It'd be easy for me to sing a lot of praises. And if it were really bad, I would just kind of say it's bad and dismiss it. But like because it it has this sort of um, so much potential to it, it thinks it for me it makes the flaws that much more disappointing. Yeah. Um. So, you have any other kind of thoughts that you want to get out there no that's basically it okay i want to talk about the very final scene okay oh yeah yeah sure sure okay i guess we've been vague enough that if you're still listening and you haven't seen it like (laughs) i would say we have been spoilerific this whole time but um this is gonna be i'm gonna talk about the very end of the movie very openly right now that very final scene where it's him and his wife standing there looking up in, at a giant...
1: Pyramid. Pyramid thing. And it's kind of a bad green screen effect. That was so fucking stupid. That was... Yeah. That I, was like a knowing kind of ending. I When I was like... Remember Knowing? You ever seen Knowing? <laughs> no,
0: I never saw Knowing. That's the... Um, <laughs> what's his name? Nick Cage? He's Nick Cage. Yeah.
1: And he's trying to solve the end of the... I don't fucking... <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
0: So... Yeah, it's like the 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 mothership from Kung Pao is descending on them as they're, in like, <laughs> as they're in like the afterlife or something like some sort of cosmic.
1: Are they in the fucking the the dimension from the Fantastic Four reboot? <laughs> oh,
0: good, another good pull. Knowing in the Fantastic Four reboot, everybody's gonna get those references. Holy shit!
1: They'll get them, but I know they're not gonna like them. <sighs>
0: It was so fucking bad. Yeah, I I wish it when it went cut to black the first time, like that was it, because that extra like forty five seconds at the end there was just I was just like no, that
1: could have been like an after credits thing. Honestly, it could have Not fit right even, in. Like it, <sighs> I was so disappointed. They in that. just they just like looked at this pyramid and held hands, and then that's it. But what does it mean? It's a metaphor. Why? metaphor
0: like it just seems so heavy-handed and Mm -hmm. not especially well done i don't know i think i think i would have been more positive on this movie on this podcast if it wasn't for those last 45 seconds but those (laughs) last 45 seconds i was like oh you fucked it up in the last stretch the last breath like why
1: that's kind of an interesting topic that you can have a whole podcast about that like about the ending of a movie like completely ruined like you're going to have like an hour and 35 minutes of just great but then the last minute could just kill it
0: i think if it was an hour and 35 minutes of great this last little bit wouldn't have killed it mm. but i was really bummed by that last 45 <laughs> seconds that was really stupid um it was way too heavy-handed they could have left it i think like For all the ambiguity that this movie has throughout, like being that over the head with it in the last 45 seconds, totally, Mm
1: -hmm. yeah, totally kind of screwed it. It did not do it for me. Yeah. 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 I I, I agree with you there. I think we're both on the same page. with This movie. Yeah. Okay. So that's the void. That's the void. Thanks for hanging out, Jeremy. Yeah, no problem. Happy to come on.
0: Um Yeah,
1: that's yeah, going to do it. That's that's um that's our hot take on the void. Yeah,
0: that's our maybe not so hot take on the
1: Well, you know, they can't coming all, in, They not, can't all be winners. They're not they're not firing. This podcast would be so boring if every movie you reviewed was just, "Oh, this was awesome."
0: Yeah. Well, you'll could hear our thoughts on Kong when that comes out. That podcast.
1: I already went and saw that movie yeah
0: that's why you can hear my thoughts on it oh, yeah. alright okay. thank you out there for listening <laughs> I'm Jack Kolejewski joined by Jeremy Kolejewski I'm Jeremy Kolejewski he's Jeremy Kolejewski and i uh, see you next time thanks for listening see ya
1: shake it out a little bit yep Okay. Good to go? Yeah, I'm good to go. Alright. Shake it out a little bit. Shake it out a little bit. Shake it out a little bit. Yep. Yep. Shake it out a little bit. Shake it out a little bit. Shake it out a little bit. Alright. Alright. Out a little bit. Yep. Out a little bit. Yep. Out a little bit. Yep. Alright. Alright. Out a little bit. Yep. Out a little bit. Yep. Out a little bit. Yep. Alright. Alright. Out a little bit. Yep. Out a little bit. Yep. Out a little bit. Yep. Alright. Alright.